Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What up? You're listening to Almost Accurate. I'm Jake. I'm Ryan. I'm a weak hand job. And what? What? <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Yes. I don't want to get derailed almost immediately, but what? A does- weak hand job. You ever had a weak hand job? Like somebody never really wanted to actually touch the penis. And yeah. They're like myself. Kind of like you ever you know, just like a fish touching like a handshake. Right. You got a floppy fish, not like a stern hello. It's like a. Hey, yeah, my, myself on a day when you're just like kind of lonely, but you're not, you know, like, am I just like a bored? Do I want to do this or am I just bored? Yeah. Well, yeah. you know how a princess sticks really. out her hand for you to like kiss it and shake it briefly? That's yeah. kind of how it is. Like, situation it's gross, I've, but I guess. Yeah, a situation I've been formal. in a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like a formal thing and it doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> Anyways, this is a <laughs> podcast about movies, about TV shows, uh, video games, about kissing the hands of every princess you run across. <laughs> Just going to sing into it like a, it, like it's a an microphone. Ob- it's an obligation. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's a it's a Friday night, Ryan. We're doing this a day Two days later than normal. Yes. Uh, did you miss us? I'm assuming all of the. All I'm of sure the- this is a surprise. Yeah. You know, better late than never. We we ran into some issues uh, this week where it was an it was an act of God to get together because he was just like, boys, not maybe this not week. this week. I don't think so. <laughs> so you're saying we defied God? What I'm saying is this where you want to be when Jesus comes back? What I'm saying is there's an actual we have one of the where a podcast that has an actual lost episode now where that lost episode is just eight minutes of me complaining about zoom raising their prices and <laughs> angrily hanging up the oh we call. have other ones i think we talked about oprah and some, one of the early ones and I that was yeah on the there's been some things that shelf. i've had to we've had to go back and be like ah <laughs> maybe that maybe that one wasn't a good idea well i think we had like two and then we were just kind of like figuring it out and- yeah there was one where you called me like the next morning you're like hey that whole like five minutes where i was talking about that thing could you take that i was talking about masturbation i don't know what i was thinking the next day because i was like wow you're like if my job finds out that i jacked off before i could be really in trouble yeah now you know what i'm like you work at that sperm bank yeah (laughs) i'm actually a doctor that was the bank you worked at sperm everywhere (laughs) yeah you're not you're not just the doctor there you're a contributor i also drink the product to make sure it's good (laughs) for everybody (laughs) quality i'm not sure that's what they do in one of those places hey man you gotta make sure i don't think it's necessary uh, especially when they like chill it or whatever when you like freeze it well you want to drink hot semen 
No. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I drink want it my cold, shit it's on better. ice. On it's the a rocks. flat, too. Sometimes you got to <laughs> shake it up. <laughs> like my cum on the rocks. Mmm, <laughs> delicious. <laughs> Just skeet into one of those like, I, whiskey classes. <laughs> I literally heard like two people turn off their computer now like nope yep this I've is not for me thumbs tapping their phones be like this is the worst podcast i've ever listened to and now they're I'm talking just- about jizz on ice which i have honestly never put the two together before yeah or even thought about it well now like you can't marvel now you won't be able to stop Guess what I'm going to do when I get home what are those things <laughs> where people jack off on pictures and like do videos or whatever on pictures yeah pictures of like celebrities they just oh i was picturing for some reason i was picturing like like ice now people are going to be doing that because we've come up with it for some reason i was picturing like a somebody flipping through their yearbook or whatever oh Oh, god (laughs) it's like jizzing on the papers god that's disgusting on on photos and for some reason the only photo the only collection of photos that i can think of like you've told us something about yourself physical medium was a yearbook what give me show me your yearbooks i want to see every page to make sure they open correctly bad news news. they're in the attic (laughs) well which raises even more questions now because my attic <laughs> why are they in the attic yeah just up there I like clark i'm up there clark griswold style with the fucking shower cap on him <laughs> the like olivia will never find out jake where are you not now see when you said photos i was just picturing somebody just walking around their house or whatever with like photos mounted on the wall just like which is the noise I always make. Why? Why? Right. <laughs> so that's I'm what I was done. picturing. I'm about to come, girl. <laughs> Get out. I'm done. Get Leave. Out. The money's on the even, nightstand. I'm done. Like it's they weren't we're finished here. Call yourself a cab. <laughs> I left your, your cab money is on the dresser. <laughs> I'm going to sleep. You're fair, my lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh we are at rare friday night is the night to podcast <laughs> when you don't have to get up the next morning and do really anything yeah exactly right. i'm gonna sleep in and watch golf in honor of so that. excited watch golf i've gotten to that point in my life where i'm like eh, i'll watch an hour of that and lay here and like process the world lay for a little here bit. <laughs> drink some coffee Talk to my cat and my dog. Drink some coffee with this big bendy straw I've got. (laughs) (laughs) Sitting beside the bed, but I've got a four foot long straw sticking out of it. I mean, it works for me. I don't don't, judge. I'm not judging at all. I think it's fucking brilliant. (laughs) Brilliant. I I can't wait to to build this to MacGyver myself a coffee drinking straw. You know what would be cool if in a bed... So you know how they have like a center console in a it's car? The longest they should episode. have a center <laughs> console in a bed. You know? Yeah. Me and my like, wife don't really cuddle as much anymore. You know, once you get past a certain time together, it's time for a center console. Yeah. You get a lot more from Cup that holders. than cuddling. <laughs> That's exactly what I want in a bed is a drink just precariously perched. Yeah. And some place to like put snacks in. Uh, that's another thing I Save love. winning. Food in a bed. Yeah. What else can, in a center console? I want to put uh, like... A CDs. Parking tickets <laughs> I haven't paid. Um, an e-brake. An to e-break. really tell them to get out of the way. Like, no. <laughs> you, you shall not pass. In case I need to do a handbrake turn in, in <laughs> It's bed. a hard stop for me, dog. <laughs> 
my favorite Fast and Furious is Tokyo Drift. So yes, I would definitely would need a handbrake in the, in the center console. Um, <laughs> just a bunch of random things. You know, I've got a CD from uh, Grandfather Mountain when we did a tour of Grandfather Mountain. Was it like Sounds of like the World? No, it was like a guided tour where you just they you pay like fucking fifty dollars to get in, which is too much money. You pay per car, and then they give you a CD, and it's like a CD guided tour. And I left it out in the sun and it turned black like a PlayStation one disc. It's so insane. let me get this straight. <laughs> you pull up to this place and there's like a starting line. Yeah. The and starting then line. they give you a CD. They don't have a designated radio station, which is I've heard some places do that. No, they have decided CDs. to just give you a CD. Yeah. Let you drive. Hope you stay in pace with whatever the CD is trying to yeah, show you. It's insane. <laughs> It's that insane. is the most backwards thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it doesn't make Here's any something you're gonna sense. fucking throw away in like 20 minutes unless you want to. I haven't live. thrown it away. It's been three years. It's I thought you said it turned black, man. It's in the city. You know, I didn't throw it, it away. Work. It will never work again. <laughs> but I have not found it within my, myself to actually throw it away. My God, I know. I've got a fucking problem. You have the I, worst problem. <laughs> I've got a. <laughs> I've got so much random Jake, shit in my this car. This isn't a. This isn't a show. I'm night. like a hoarder. This intervention. I'm, I'm a hoarder, but as long as the things that you hoard can be put on four wheels, you know, like a car or a house. I think a, a house would need more than four wheels. Uh, you know, I, what depend. kind of tiny box you living in? Go kart. <laughs> yeah, just a go kart. <laughs> wheelchair. Living in a go kart or a wheelchair. Do wheelchairs say? I guess I do have four wheels. Yeah, this they have two big ones and like two tiny ones. Yeah. What are the tiny ones for? Why don't they make them all the same stability? Size? Well, then you'd be like Bigfoot, just grave digger, just rolling in there on forties. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what if they had spinners on them? Oh, I mean, what if that he had a lifted lit. wheelchair? Dude, and then like bounced a little bit when you went through you fucking lit dude you'd be the coolest old person there but like you like the cellos would be there and then like the fast and furious guys and be like asa and then like whoa bro you know your wheelchair's sick dude yeah man that's tight do you in north carolina we had an epidemic of one of the dumbest things i've ever seen which was the squatted trucks and oh, SUVs. It's a dog rubbing his ass on the carpet yeah how do you how do you see out the front of the car when you're driving? You don't. Your pecker it, is so huge that it just it's blocked. It blocks up the, the windshield. <laughs> I mean, shit. Get in my way. Get fucked. Yeah, I the governor signed a law making that illegal like last year, and I think that's probably the only thing that I've seen both sides of then. the aisle can actually. Like agree agree upon that this shit needs to stop. This it's, is what needs to stop. Nothing else. It's only, this is the cause we can get. It's behind. seemingly like forty five year olds that have four kids that never got married, or like seventeen year old kids with really rich parents were the only people that were doing that. But it's called the Carolina Squat, and it's one of the worst things that has ever had the word Carolina attached to it. And is Carolina act- Reapers are pretty gnarly. This is worse. Yes. Squatted trucks. No good. Absolutely. One of the dumbest things that I think that we've ever seen anyone come up with. But it is the South, Jake. There's other things. I could think of multiple things right now, but we don't need to get into history at the moment. Not recent anyway. Why would you? Why would we get into history when we can talk about Beavis and Butthead do the universe? Yep. So 
Am I interested? No. No. I think we both, when we saw there was a Beavis and Butthead trailer, we both went, Why? Uh, <laughs> why? <laughs> Is this something that people still like look joke? forward to? I guess. I mean, they're, uh, Mike Judge is revamping a lot of his shows, like King of the Hill. I'll tell you what. And um, this. So I think both are going to be taking place in a future. Um, but no, I don't know. Beavis and Butthead just in this trailer go to 2022. So I thought they were going to make them look older than the new one, but no, they they're the not. They're Maybe the, this is like the intro to that. They're these strange, ageless wonders beings yeah wonders um street fighter 6 there's a announcement trailer for that and they changed their logo so good for them they yeah they have a free roam <laughs> so you could be like a creative character it's a really interesting thing but i've never really i've never gelled with street fighter so probably not for me but kind of it, it's a different way of approaching it so you know what good on you capcom for trying something trying something different yay uh, there was a trailer reveal for Final Fantasy 16, uh, another one where they focus mostly on the summons almost entirely. And then it was a bunch of uh, medieval uh, bullshit with people doing British accents or people that maybe actually have British accents. Pretty who's, tight. Who's to say? I mean, it looks sick. I'm definitely looking forward to playing it. And I thought, ah, sweet. This is going to be out like this year. And then at the very end, it's like summer 2023. I'm like, that's fuck you. Real bummer. Um, Final Fantasy, good games for the most part. Uh, I like how they're all not connected and some of them are really good and some of them are not as good. Uh, Some people would call those really not good. Yeah. I am a little bummed that they're going back to the medieval setting because I just I really enjoyed I I love the cyberpunk future of like Final Fantasy seven and the Final Fantasy seven remake. Uh, 15 was interesting because they did medieval, but what if we had cars and it was like, uh, just a fucking strange hodgepodge of things. Yeah. Just four leather daddies riding around in a convertible. You had me a leather daddy (laughs) because that's what they are. You say four. All right. Four of them just riding around, getting into misadventures, but, um, as most leather daddies do, they always, they get into some mischief. There's some gratuitous, like there's a one, there's one garage you go to where there's one character and she's wearing like the shortest shorts you've ever seen. And like, you think to myself, she's just got like two buttons for nipple pasties and that's it. And it was, it's some of the most gratuitous, like unnecessary, like sexualization of a character I think I've ever seen. And it's, it would be one of those things where it would be embarrassing if somebody else walked in the room while you, and you have to like visit this character because she's the only one that could like upgrade your car. <laughs> it's just hey, pasties, like, come here. Yeah. And would you pull up to the, the bad particular gas station? She always the gas like, station. Yeah. The gas Does station. This game take place in North Carolina. It's all over the place. It's, they just put references from all types of time and space <laughs> this is fucking weird there's a That's gas a station good. over here there's a spaceship up there there's an airship there's a dragon and a there's horse like and a pony. Ro- yeah there's like robots and dragons and demons and it's all over the place anyways final fantasy is insane <laughs> is what i'm saying but those games are fun crazy speaking of something that's also insane somebody at sony thought that it would be a good idea 
to put Morbius back into movie theaters, Ryan. And uh, I've got bad news for those people at Sony. They thought that would be a good idea because it wasn't. (laughs) Yeah, just insane to me that anyone was like, let's give this bad movie another pass at it. People are like, yeah, Morbius, we're back. Yeah, no, no. People were making fun of that. And that's the only reason that it was trending again. And they really bombed. It did. It dreadfully bombed even worse. Maybe the first go around. I think were they trolling them? You think are they or are they trolling themselves? It gross. So it grossed. Eighty two hundred eighty thousand dollars over the weekend where it re-released you couldn't pay me to go see this movie again in in a theater as if you're you're saying to yourself somehow that the experience of seeing morbius is somehow more pure in a theater as opposed also it was already out on digital like you could buy and or rent this other places but why and eggs and but you were gonna choose <laughs> to go to a movie theater and it's watch my it. decision it's my money i'm gonna throw it away in a trash fire the problem with Morbius is that it's not it's not good. good. It's not good, but it's also not a bad enough movie that it's fun to go like watch as a joke, you know? It's just kind of okay. It's blase. It's boring. It's not it's not like bad in a fun, like over the top sort of way. It's just kind of boring and not very good. It's not a fun thing to really make fun of as we kind of struggle <laughs> struggle through as we realize. What is your favorite bad movie? My favorite bad movie. Oh. Now this is a tough question. I would say I Something like one of my favorite movies is Hot Rod. Now, am I going to sit here and pretend that it's Citizen Kane? No, I'm not. I, is it a bad movie? I don't know. It's funny and goofy, but it has that kind of energy where you can embrace it as something that I could. I've watched that movie probably 50 times. Good God. Uh, I don't even think I've watched it like once more all than the way through. anything else. Um, that says a lot about you as a person. <laughs> it says nothing about me. The worst movie you could think of is your favorite or the movie you've watched the most. Ryan, I'm a complicated individual. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it'd be great. Let's watch this terrible movie. Why would anybody put this out? Let me watch this 50 times. I don't know. I can't. Th- I don't think I've watched any bad movies that I would say this is my favorite worst experience in a movie theater. I, I do you do you have one that any, my comes favorite to mind? like bad movie that I'm just like well this is this is hilarious like it's so bad it's hilarious yeah Willy's Wonderland <laughs> but I think that was the but intent. you really liked it though I really did it's exhaustively like, so, talking shit about me then <laughs> yeah but I mean it's like one of those movies that I'm fond of because it's so bad. See, I just like Hot Rod because it's just—it's dumb. I don't—it's not—it's not a bad movie. It's a dumb movie, but I love it. I mean, Willie's Wonderland. <laughs> also, we rewatched uh, Palm Springs a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah, still slaps. Really yeah, good I movie. thought it was a really good movie. Whenever we re- uh, did it, I thought, hmm. yeah, we hadn't hadn't watched it in what, fucking two years or whatever, however long it's been. So we smoked a little CBDs and watched My some, God. watched some Palm Springs. And let me just tell you, still good. Still really good movie. Slaps. Anyhow, moving on from Morbius. I am Groot. 
There is a release date revealed on a new poster. And man, let me just tell you, Ryan, this is one of the shittiest logos I have seen for anything in a while. They like, didn't even try. That is absolutely <coughs> horrendous. The leaves on this root look like something out of like Microsoft clip art. That is absolutely horrendous. Well, they probably just don't even care anymore. They're like, just announce something. People get excited about names. Poor intern that they're maybe not even paying to work at Marvel studios had like 45 minutes to put something together. Cause they're like, Oh, we got to get this Groot logo out. We're announcing it tomorrow. I mean, it's not even really 3d either. It's just flat font. I mean, the only thing that makes it 3D is the roots that's running through it. Yeah, it's bad. So I don't want to talk about this anymore because that logo made me angry. Um, GoldenEye 007 remaster looking likely and for the it's Xbox. been officially announced since we posted this. There's been an official announcement. but uh, So the I think it's Rare that did this. Uh, the, anyways, the company that uh, made this originally... They only partnered with Nintendo. Now they're owned by Microsoft, which is why the remaster is going to be an Xbox and probably PC. It makes exclusive. sense. Why wouldn't you have done this one? You should put the original and the remaster out together, yeah. at least where you can go shoot each other um, <coughs> in the original and like a new master yeah. form. I've barely played Goldeneye. Really? <coughs> oh, my God. I played so much of it. <coughs> I wasn't like I, I, everywhere I went, it was like somebody had it. I had rented it a couple of times and played it. And then whenever you go play with people, they're like, oh, my God. And it was really like the first kind of like campaign kind of game. I played more GoldenEye in high school because we had it at the band slash orchestra teacher. He had it in 64 in his office. People love that shit. Yeah. It was a fun game. And so we definitely hit it. We hit up GoldenEye then. But yeah, I never played it when I was a kid. <laughs> God, I think I literally played it at somebody's house like eight years ago. Wow. And I mean, this game is like probably like 18 years it's old or something like very, that. Very, very well regarded. It's probably the best game on the N64. And it's maybe a game that started so much. I mean, you think about the, all these campaign shooters. One of the earliest, like really good versions of a first person shooter. I know there's like Doom and stuff like before that, but GoldenEye was big <laughs> it was i think it was the one that everybody found renowned and it was james bond man that's kind of fucking cool right yeah, it was better than the movie from all from most accounts and it came out like two years after the movie came out i remember going and renting it i was like Ooh. <laughs> uh, so some some fun stuff there uh there's going to be a uh tim burton wednesday adams uh spinoff series yeah, and we Netflix. get to see Wednesday here. Um, apparently, uh, Christina Ricci is going to have a part in this. Yeah, very good. Uh, I don't care about this, if I'm going to be completely honest. doesn't uh, really strike me. I mean, if anything, this is just kind of a plain Jane introduction to what it's going to be. That's more of a teaser than a trailer. It's going to have to try a lot harder, especially after Wednesday. Adams as a character was so front and central to those animated movies that just came out. And so much more of a bigger role in that. So, yeah, unless they do something more interesting than that. Yeah, I, I don't see this being a, a huge deal. Not for me. Not for me, Ryan. Not for you. Not for anybody. Yeah. 
This new Pokemon game looks pretty tight. <laughs> yeah, we fizzled out on that one. Well, I was watching the trailer for this again. I saw it when I posted and I was like, man, this is pretty cool. It it's like good. free roam. And um, it reminds me of like throwback levels too, like where there's like the beach and like the mountains and there's like the winter level and like the fire level. Yeah, it's it's weird. It looks like this is going to. So I'd never played. uh was the last one that came out Arceus where you're playing in like medieval Japan and there's Pokemon and you're like a time traveler that somehow gets sent to the past before like Pokemon were, was it like this free roam? Yeah, it was a similar, similar sort of thing to that where they're finally like adding a more modern, modern feature to a Pokemon game where it's not quite as just on rails. You're not just going from gym to gym to gym to gym to Dwight back yeah I was about to say uh, with a slight stop for Andy and then back to Jim yeah it's a I'm glad they're finally doing something maybe a little bit different because it seems like it's kind of got an animal crossing literally kept making the same game for 25 years and they're just now well this is the same game I see things that I recognize it's Pokemon but the at least the whole moving between Pokemon fighting is a little different this time i guess yeah this looks really cool to me yeah maybe it maybe we'll gi- i'll give it a shot i feel like i go in on a pokemon game like every other year uh play about half of that it, time again and then be like yep still pokemon don't think i've ever finished a single one of them or i just the grind of it and at a certain point i'm just like i don't I don't care. I don't care and anymore. Then I, and then two years later, I fall for the same trick again. And I'm like, maybe this will be the one. This is like Metroid. Yeah. <laughs> Except there's. I'm going to remap these games? controllers. There's probably like 12 Metroid games. And I bet there's like a million Pokemon games. There's so fucking many of them. It's ridiculous. Just like however many Pokemon there are. Um, there is a new show from the creator of. Uh, Bly Manor and uh, Haunting on the Hill House. It's kind of like a... Oh, Mike Flanagan's back. It's called The Midnight Club, and it's kind of s- looks like Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah, I'm getting some like Goonies vibes, uh, some Fear Street vibes as well. From the, bless you. <laughs> Thank um, you. Yeah, I, we both really liked Hill House, Bly Manor. Okay, swing and a miss. I mean, it wasn't. It definitely wasn't better than the first. Uh, and they've worked on some other good things together. Midnight Mass, uh, I quite enjoyed up until the end was kind of bad, but uh, well, pretty good up to that point. That <laughs> one part, wherever it was, just that was such a slow burn movie. But it's it made the whatever things went really crazy. It yeah. made that just hit so much harder. Absolutely. And make sure you appreciate like how stories are told. I can't help but think whenever I'm thinking back on Midnight Mass is when they row out in the rowboat and he's just like burning to death for like five minutes. <laughs> that was the episode before the other episode that where shit really got crazy. <laughs> oh, but what a bold move to just have like your main protagonist for five episodes just burst into flames and just not pass the it. torch <laughs> really just handed it off. He was like uh, the martyr or something like that, you know? Yeah. Or he's like. Fuck yo, fuck this burn bullshit. my ass to death. I'm out here in the sunlight, Jake. I can hear that all over you. <laughs> um, so I feel the excitement when I was covering up that yawn. Let's see the uh, Guillermo del Toro. He's doing another 
uh, thing. It's like eight miniseries The Cabinet of Curiosities. Yeah, it's got some people in it. I mean, really, just another teaser. Nothing exciting there. You know what immediately stands out to me? Eric Andre and Rupert Grint. Yeah. That comedic, classic comedic duo of (laughs) Eric Andre. Well, they have a lot of people, like I see... um, what, who was the first one? The guy from um, Walking Dead. What's his name? Andrew Lincoln. Yeah, he's in this. Don't know who Ben Barnes is. Um, yeah, me either. <laughs> but he is big enough to be mentioned second. He's big enough. Crispin to get- Glover's in here. Crispin Glover. He was the dad. Or the yeah, he Eric was the dad. Andre and Rupert Grit. <laughs> Sophia like Rod Weasley. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be out there. I just think of uh, Eric Andre now from. Um, Righteous Gemstones. Oh, so I just see him I in denim in a cowboy app. Loved his part in Righteous Gemstones. Yeah, Rupert Grant. Is he a good actor? I mean, he was in. He's made his money, hadn't he? <laughs> he certainly has with his American accent that is different from one scene to the next. It's a it's a constantly evolving. He looks sort like of somebody's thing. like deadbeat dad. You know, he always looks sweaty. He's, he's got like five o'clock got, shadow. Like the biggest darkest bags under his eyes like he only sleeps like 90 minutes every day it's because of all the cocaine and the women you're right it's probably that (laughs) everyone wants a piece of the weasley hey ron can we see your weasley later yeah i'm pretty sure you just had a kid so i mean was it out of wedlock i don't know but somebody has the the need for a ginger um, Netflix's The Sandman series will premiere August 5th. I didn't, I'm not familiar with this, so nothing really struck me. It doesn't look too exciting to me. Just familiar with the Metallica song. <laughs> I think it's, it's Ender, the, that Sandman. It's, That's where you jump in his penis and then explode. Oh, well, foreshadowing. We'll get to that. <laughs> uh, Ted Lasso, season, the whole series is going to end with season three. Blows my mind because. I mean, how many awards and nominations does this thing ever get? And like, so this is going to be one of those revered shows that people are like, man, I miss that show. You know what? I think I kind of appreciate the fact that they're just going three seasons, probably going to be it. We could do more, but it won't be good. And we feel like we're at a place where we can stop while Mm. we're ahead which most shows and things and people never do. You wait till everyone's for you go on so long that it's not good anymore. And people kind of stop caring to go like we're going to do three seasons. Not that's even it. Five. Five's yeah. how you get the reruns. Exactly. When you have a number that's divisible by five, you know that you've hit, you're on to something. And I mean, if you do five, zero? you have to do 10 then. You can't do six seasons of a show. You got to go for 10. Exactly. Math. Um, yeah. But I think this is probably, I even though I don't like it, I think it's probably one of those <laughs> treats that we're a part of that people are going to look back on that and be like, I really like that show. And I'm jealous that you guys got to see something new versus something that I've seen all in one. Kind of like Arrested Development, where mm-hmm. we had three seasons of that. And then after 10 years, they're like, Let's do another one. And everyone's like, kind of wish you hadn't. Yeah. We're all hyped about it until we watched it. And then we're like, eh. Well, even <laughs> if I'm being honest, the last season on TV was, was it Charlize Theron? And she was like, uh, Oh, wasn't she like 
like she, she was, was mentally, mentally handicapped. <laughs> and then there was like some Jason kind of Bateman was there. He was questioning the, the moral quandary of being attracted to someone who's mentally like a 12 year old. or it something was, like that. It was like, they knew it was the last <laughs> episode or last season. They're like, well, let's do something a little bit crazy. Let's do something really fucked up. <laughs> a little crazy. Kind of fucked pretty up. Fucked up. <laughs> um, Jake's like, but she's pretty hot, though. I mean, you got to weigh a, your options, oh, right? Like licking a doorknob or something. Well, I mean, you could just open it for the poor girl. God, <laughs> you beast. Um, I see that there is a sequel to Face Off coming. That's going to be a direct sequel to the actual movie. Wow, nothing like a sequel that's a, a sequel to another movie. Yeah, it could be the best movie I ever see. I've never seen Face Off. Oh, you're not really missing anything, if I'm All being right. honest here. Uh, so, question though. Does it end in a way where you can get John Travolta and Nicolas Cage back? or Probably not, no. But you could get John Travolta back. <laughs> All right. And you could get Cage. John... No, no. no. <laughs> Spoiler <just> alert. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he died. But, you know, you never know. I mean... Nicolas Cage is always in these movies where crazy shit happens. And I mean, <laughs> old boy is pretty crazy. And so is Travolta. Travolta is pretty crazy. Yeah. He was wearing that wig for like 20 years and finally shocked the world by going, I'm bold. <laughs> well, he was in that Paris with love movie where he was bold. I'm bold. Bitch. Um, E3 will return in 2023. Believe it when I see it. Um, Joaquin's Phoenix says they are. Him and Todd Phillips are Joker sequel. It's officially in the works. Him and Todd Phillips are a Joker sequel. Yes, I hope, exactly. I hope the writing in the movie is a little bit better than that headline. Well, you are quite welcome. <laughs> Our Joker sequel. Um, Jamie Foxx is in a new movie. It's like action and bang, bang. And I was watching the trailer for it and I was like, who cares? I mean, exciting to see him back, but it's about zombies. And I was like, or not zombies, vampires. And I was like, eh, it's a little more interesting. Day shift vampire hunters. Kind of funny, too. Like, day shift has Dave Franco, not his uh, rapey <laughs> yeah, brother. Yep. <laughs> James Franco. Yep. Did you forget James Franco's name for a second? I did. But, you know, you everybody deserves Dave a second Franco's chance. rapey brother. That's what I was trying to tell oh, you the yeah, whole yeah. time. That was the moral of the story. Yeah, everybody well, deserves a second chance. You hit You're the, welcome. You hit the important notes there. There you go. Ah. James Franco, no good. All right. Moving right along. Can't Black speak. Adam. We both need a second chance. Black Adam saw it. Didn't really do anything for me. I was like, eh, who cares? The Rock. Sure is looking at the camera, doing his eyebrow thing, isn't he? Where he's yeah, like, that's the Whoa. thing that I hate about pornos is whenever they look directly in the camera, you're like, you're not even really trying. You don't even really try. <laughs> I can see the lack of soul in your face. Your eyes, they don't light like they I've used gotta, to. And I've got to say, I'm a little soft. I'm getting there. <laughs> um, Rob Zombie's Which is monsters. how I feel about Black Adam. All right, sorry. I had to get... <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's, it looks terrible. Uh, the monsters they did like a re a redo of like but only three characters lily grandpa and herman and they did like the intro like the old tv show in black and white and then after grandpa passed through after um, he passes away <laughs> through the threshold <laughs> he dies they, on the transition i mean he might color he uh 
that's it. And then they have them all sitting around and they kind of banter a little bit, but there's nothing. Well, no, I think maybe Grandpa just says one thing and I think that's it. They don't banter. I think the most descriptive thing that I learned about this was that it's rated PG. Yes, it is rated PG. He wanted to keep it true to form, which family like oriented uh, friendly yeah it's not like any other rob zombie thing basically is what i took away from some that. of his music could be family friendly yeah like that song pussy liquor or dragula or more human than a human yeah everyone loves famous children's entertainer rob zombie yeah. <laughs> the last name gets him every time <laughs> Uh, Netflix developing Ghostbuster series. Stop. Yeah, for don't, real. The don't. last movie wasn't that good. You're just. I we're that franchise is deader than the ghosts that it is that it features. It just this dead corpse of a franchise. Just stop. It did. It. Oh, that last movie was not good. Nope. And that's. But it's not my favorite bad movie. Or Clearly. what favorite worst bad movie or whatever we you have not watched that fifty times yeah well, no you can watch that Men in Black movie it was so terrible fifty times see that was one of the worst movies but it's not my favorite bad movie yeah that's what I'm saying because I would not wish that upon even my worst enemy <laughs> just put them in front of a TV and tape their eyes open and be like fuck you you have to watch this whole thing. Um, a Thunderbolts movie, which is a part of Marvel. It's going to have, um, oh God, Jake Schreier. You know who the fuck is that? It's going to be the, the Winter director. Soldier. It's going to have uh, Zemo. Zemo. I can't remember. It's been a while since I watched that. It is Zemo. Zemo. And then oh, it's going to have Daniel Black Bull. Widow's sister, Nikki Lauda. <laughs> Nikki Lauda. Yeah, Daniel Brühl. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's Remo, same guy. And then Remo, the, uh, there's like some chick from Ant Man and Wasp. Was she a bad person? Don't Can't know. remember that movie. It's been a while. Abom- Saw that in theaters too. Abomination. Mm. Also going to be in this. Oh, nice. There you go. He's been making a lot of appearances, but yeah, you know, not long appearances. Um, the Nope final trailer got released. It's pretty much the same, except we learned there's a gentleman in the sky and there's a UFO at one point that chases one of our um, protagonists. So no, about the same amount that we did earlier. Yeah, I think he day. had told people that it was about aliens. Now we kind of get to see it. Um, <laughs> that big shadow that comes across the road. Uh, Summer Game Fest just trolled um, Dead Island 2 fans by pretty much copying their trailer for that game but it's for goat simulator three yeah they skip number two so it's goat simulator and they goat simulator three (laughs) so perhaps like they made one and they're like no it's not good they are on the biggest bullshit i mean it's hilarious and like (laughs) the things i've heard about this game like is this where you go to the moon and you can be part of satanic cult and stuff like that i didn't know that there wasn't a second goat simulator (laughs) that's so funny yeah i was like what are you guys thinking (laughs) we rounded out the trilogy by not making the second one (laughs) goat simulator three oh yeah they have it almost that is match that is really funny (laughs) um 
let's see. We have Midnight Suns, which I'm not really sure what's going on um, in this trailer because it's like we get Venom running from something uh, like evil people from wherever. And like we have the original Spider-Man and then all of a sudden it's like futuristic. And then we have a bunch of alternative characters and then we have some possessed characters. It looks like like Venom, the Hulk. So Marvel Tactics game. Yeah, I'm not sure what. Because even Venom looks like the. This is. It's not different at all. Yeah. I don't know what to make of this. It doesn't look. It's just more of a teaser good. than anything. Kind of an intro, I guess. <laughs> if these are the big like cinematic intros, this looks kind of bad. It I reminds think. me of. Um, I, I'm sure it's going to be, but. What was that game where we could be all the superheroes? Uh, Ultimate Alliance. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this does not look right. Uh, maybe the gameplay. Maybe, I know it's probably, it's definitely going to be hack and slash, but maybe the gameplay or story will provide more fan service. Maybe. Or maybe it'll be just as bad as that Marvel's Avengers game. That oh. <laughs> That everyone stopped playing after a week and a half. Well, it supposedly got better. Um, Javante Rose uh, is going to play you. Mike Tyson in the... Uh, we got a first premiere trailer. Uh, he sounds like him. Mike. And I didn't watch this, right? He sounds like him and it just kind of goes through some of Mike... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Some of his bigger fights and stuff like that. I mean, you just get clips of that. But he sounds pretty close to him. And he has like that same kind of like look that mike tyson has like i don't know walled eyed does he bite anyone's ear off in this trailer he may it's oh. got the old man from um um breaking bad <laughs> i forget his name but uh yeah that was probably good there's a guy that looks like or who is don king hilarious um so brad pitt uh there's a new trailer for bullet train which looks uh, most like the trailer that we've been watching at every amc theater yeah except this one shows sandra bullock's in the movie how about that her and brad pitt yet again sandy bullock your favorite actor that's my girl absolutely um but uh yeah it's this i mean i actually really want to go see this movie i want to see it too (laughs) it's one of those campy movies maybe it's gonna be so bad it's good you know and it's been delayed till august 5th bummer why did they push it back like two weeks? Because they knew that I wanted to see it. Yeah. Or maybe they were, maybe, hear me out, maybe they found out that it did really well with test audiences and they were like, well, maybe we should set up for a sequel. Maybe. Or maybe we should save this person for the sequel. Yeah. So we get bullet train and then the sequel is bullet trains. And then the third one is Bullets Train. No, I'd be two trains. <laughs> <laughs> mo trains, mo problems. No doubt, no doubt. Take your tampon out. Um, it's something we're touching on tonight. Uh, the boys will not end with current season three. It has been renewed for season four. I hear a lot of people saying there's they could see them continuing, but they think like season four would be like the cap. Maybe, maybe it's season five. Yeah, I could definitely see where 
the particular looming villain would probably need to be dispatched at some point. Well, Otherwise, he keeps getting crazier, but yeah. like you've been like really dialing it up, especially in the new episodes. Yeah. Uh, it's disturbing. Uh, <laughs> in a good way. Yeah. But lastly, uh, there's a sleepy hollow reboot in the works uh, at Paramount. So I'm excited about that. I like the one with Johnny Depp in it. So oh, about that pretty freaking stoked. You want to go ahead and talk about the boys first? Oh, yeah. We can talk about the boys. They're outside right now, and I'm just (laughs) hearing them play. (laughs) Oh, so season three of Amazon Prime's is the boys. The boys. Oh, man. What What a journey we've been on with this show and this particular franchise. There's a particular scene I had to show my wife. They're really ramping. They're really ramping up the... New lows. Yeah. Some new lows in this. (laughs) Well, you know, I will say that I noticed this instead of going bigger, except for blood, um, they're going kind of bigger on that, but they're going deeper. Yes. Into your urethra. (laughs) Well, I season two, I know we had talked about it before where they were talking about instead of going bigger, we're going to go deeper into these characters. And I feel like they are committing to that and doubling down again in this season to uh, give us more if a see the gears and the people's heads turn and what makes them tick as opposed to being like Michael Bay and be like explosion. Well, there's plenty of explosions still, but I agree. I think that this show, even with its gratuitous um, ultra violence, ultra violence, which it definitely, definitely has. I think that the, the big draw for me always was the fact that all of these superpower people are really fucked up except for like three or four of them. <laughs> and they take advantage of their Basically. own powers or they're like they're just fucked because they have these powers. They are the worst fucking people and they it's this huge elaborate like and this corporation that is we find Vought. out yeah, Vought. They are responsible for all the superheroes and also they own literally everything and everyone basically in this whole entire universe and that the way that that gets weaved in and out is is so interesting but I love the fact that they try to play everyone on both sides of any sort of like political on every side of every political issue. Like it's kind of South Park in that way where where it's (laughs) keeps up with modern things, but it stays in its own genre, right? Yeah, it it does. But I think specifically thinking about how we learn that uh, head exploding Congress lady that Huey is, is now working for Nadine or Nadia Victoria Newman. Newman, but that's that her one name, guy. but that's not a real name. Right. We find out. So she is leading a committee. It's like a special government agency. Nadia. Yeah. Special government agency that is keeping like helping arrest soup, superhero, superpowered people or soups. What is it called? Soups. Mm-hmm. Chicken noodle soups that With they're the arresting. On the side. They're arresting them. But we find out that she is actually the adoptive daughter of... Giancarlo Vizichelis. <laughs> the guy from Hermanos, the chicken place. Yeah. What was what is his name in this? It's Stan something. Oh, I, I don't know. I can't remember. I wanted to say Gerber, but I don't think that's that's right. People know this guy. I bet he's probably a really nice person, especially to keep getting these roles. Yeah. I mean, he plays a 
quite an evil person, he, but he seems like he's, he's probably good to work got with. Such like a chilling de- demeanor, but I also just saw him show up and he really mul- came out of nowhere, didn't he? Shows up in multiple episodes of Community where he plays Chevy Chase's stepbrother. <laughs> Is he goofy in that? Yes, it's really weird. Is I, it? I just remember him from Breaking Bad and how fucking scary he was. I need to <laughs> see this. Would it be like somebody goofy? And you're like, I can hang out with that guy. Or he's like, he's too goofy. What a nerd. Uh, it was where you find out Chevy Chase is dead. I dropped it him. Well, I he was his assistant, him. but he finds out that his dad fucked a maid. And so he's actually his like half brother or whatever. Anyways, I digress. He's really good. He's really good in this. But. So, like somebody I want to have a beer with or somebody I'd be like, oh, get away from me. Uh, you could probably have a beer with him. Oh, okay. Not, oh, well, not that two. sounds great. Don't stay for a second. Oh, damn. One of those. <laughs> Go ahead and finish it up in case things get weird. Yep, my wife's calling me. Got to get out of here. <laughs> um, yeah, so we find out that she is the adoptive daughter of Giancarlo Esposito. And so basically that they are not only making and controlling these superheroes, but they're also. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Playing anyone that works for anyone that they're thinking that they're making a difference and keeping some of the stuff under They're on under both control. sides of the agenda. Exactly. And you, they go to, they, I think it was in episode three where they go to Vault World and you've got like Queen Maeve's inclusive castle or whatever. With yeah. The, the <laughs> kind of like uh, they're trying to be, trying to make as much money as they exactly. can. Exactly. So, and then in the same episode, there's also like the their version of the NRA where they have the big Vought sponsored gun convention where they're they <laughs> which has the guy from Boondock Saints and I we both watched Mr. Sunday movies. Yes. I didn't realize it until I saw the guy's name. And then you didn't like, recognize because it's so wrinkly now. Right. Exactly. And that's a pretty obscure reference, honestly, because I don't know that many people that watched both Boondock Saints. And the boys. Yeah, I know a ton of people. People know Norman Reedus from uh, Walking Dead, but I remembered him from Boondock Saints originally. So, yeah, it was weird being seeing him get this like almost like second career where he suddenly is more way more known for that than any of the other stuff that he's been in. Not this guy, though. Yeah, not this guy. <laughs> Very much bit player, and he's a bit player in this, and he... Uh, he did. Yeah. 
He died. But I really liked where how they there's a time jump. I think it's like a little over a year or something since the events of the, the last season. Huey is working for this government ag- agency. Billy Butcher, he's gone straight. He's like, I'm not drinking. I'm not killing people. Not killing. I'm not killing superheroes or soups. They're not heroes at all. They're just bad people. Um, a train is not running, and he's because his heart might explode. He's really <laughs> trying to cash in on his. Um, the fact identity. that he is black right and he is this really ugly marketing the shit that out of that <laughs> and that everyone just talks shit about he's trying to do like a slave trade game and like a movie i mean and he's trying to advertise this i forgot about that where they do the pitch and they're <laughs> like is, no this is not gonna fly <laughs> everybody it's like you want to make a video game about the slave trade even his agent was like this is this is bad dumb. i'm gonna deliver it yeah that character but, has been on such an wow. interesting journey since the first season, but he is a him in the deep moron. Him in the deep have just had like really rough times. I really forgot about the whole sexual assault thing. I did in, too because like, she said episode. something about the mouth fuck, and I was like, oh yeah, this yeah. guy is fucked up because I just remember him from talking to like the dolphin, and then was he's having sex with his wife, and there was like the octopus that was in the. Maybe we should preface this, this. There is an Aquaman character in this show, and uh, he was kicked out of the Seven, which is like the Justice League, essentially. Um, in has gills, season one, he has gills on his abs that were voiced by Patton Oswalt. Uh, yeah, at one point that was like last season. But uh, he is a character who is trying to redeem himself, but he's still just as shitty as anybody else in there. He was in a cult. For a he while. was in a cult that he's just probably dumb and probably yeah. staggered on that. He's he's a sexual. He's pretty much kind of like a jock, right? Yeah, he's a quintessential like, jock. He's like a jock that can talk to fish and dolphins and octopuses. He's semi sorta aware of what's going on, but not really. He's he's a fucking moron. Yep. Um, I I like that uh, Starlight and Huey are together, but yep. Huey's clearly got some issues, in, insecurity issues, um, yeah, so or at least written that way. Never happened like that before. He was yeah. always busy with his work, and somehow See, that's, that's the one thing that I think that I don't really buy is that after all they've been through together, that he's now like Where a have little you gotten that from a little nervous about the about Supersonic, who is Starlight's. Ex-boyfriend, ex-boyfriend from a Christian superhero team that she was in whenever she was younger. <laughs> yeah, a Christian super team slash... What did they do? They were on like dance contests and reality TV or something. Well, together. I get a feeling they're trying to make fun of all these TV shows. and They do yeah. like, a, like a Little Miss Sunshine style pageant flashback where she's doing a Britney Spears uh, cover. Dance. And it was kind of sexual for a little girl. I thought that... Well, the whole some of those things I was the like, whole wow. toddlers and tiaras pageant scene is, and it's fucking weird. And but really that's how it is. That's what it's like, and it's bad. It's mm. not good. <laughs> that's the. I think that's definitely the point that they're trying to make. But yeah, just fucking weird stuff. But I, I so far, I, I think that uh, Starlight also becomes co-captain. I guess we can name them off in the players in this. Yeah. It's kind of what we've already done. Homelander getting more and more insane. Crazy. You find that he still, I, I so I watched Mr. Sunday movies and they kind of explained what I 
um, wanted to say is that um, Sorry, eat my, more Viagra. My microphone went limp. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like basically, um, so in the last season, uh, the Nazi character that Stormfront. he felt, Stormfront that Which he fell in love with. The name of like a, I think it's the actual name of uh, like a Nazi nationalist, like uh, like mag, not magazine, but like website or something. After the show or before, before. So it's so that if I had known that it would have been exact because I'm not a Nazi. Uh, Good job. Stormfront was when you see a character show up, you're like, oh, oh, that's (laughs) that's clearly a reference. I bet they're going to have some interesting political views. Yeah, but uh, (laughs) basically uh, Homelander was in love with this girl. He found out that she was a Nazi whatever he's, he's still just trying kind of to smash <laughs> i mean it's kind of like don't care just had sex you know i just yeah. had sex could have been a racist still had sex still counts um she but put a bag on my head <laughs> still counts um and he is she got all burned up and stuff but she's still there at vaught so i thought she was dead i thought she was dead too and she the actress said that she was not going to appear in the show i haven't double checked to make sure that is her laying there it could it could be anyone though because there's a lot of makeup and prosthetics. Going yeah, they on there, deform so. the shit out of her, and, and she's no she doesn't speak or anything. Yeah, she well she does a little bit in the first episode, and then remember. he like has sex with her hand. Oh god, that was weird. Yeah, she jerks him <laughs> off and stuff like that. Yeah. That's she, weird. She just opened her palm, and he just like. <laughs> thrust in it that's what i was gonna say is the only reason that he still cares about her is because she cares about him yeah that's really it yeah which they put that in such good words i was like yeah that's that's true he's got some issues he's got a lot of he's got a lot of the only person that cared about him he like burnt their friggin brain up or fried it in season one yeah just insane He's so he's so good at feeling like a genuine threat jerk. Yes, <laughs> that that as well. He's just completely like losing it. Well, and when I, Stormfront commits suicide, whenever she bites off her tongue, that sounds crazy as I say it aloud. Um, she dies from committing suicide, and uh, it's a Homelander is supposed to save somebody on his birthday. Why I don't know. Why it's does he do this a, all the time? Weird PR thing where he saves somebody from, from committing jumping. suicide. That's that's the birthday tradition I'd want. Yeah, just flying in there and talking someone off a ledge. But he sees that on the news because he's in the city center, and that pops up. Yeah, and then like, he tries should... to encourage uh, somebody to commit suicide. Just jump, just even do after it. they're like, "No, I don't want to do it." <laughs> and so then he fires up his like laser eyes. He's like, "I'm not asking you. you I'm gotta telling jump. you." And so she just splats like a big old sack of ground beef well he also ground. pretends he's like well he says that he's god because he's like there's no gods and i'm invincible or whatever i'm the only man in the sky yeah he says that just really fucking unhinged stuff and then he goes on a fucking he goes on a rant because they have a live birthday bash and he's like it's not even my real birthday I was born in a lab or whatever. I don't even know when I was born. I don't even know when I was born. You know that gee, Christmas is it's really supposed to be December 25th. Anyways, jump off that ledge. 
<laughs> die, motherfucker, die. die. <laughs> um, let's see. Billy Butcher, what has he been up to? He's playing it straight. That Ryan kid's out there. Who is... Uh, so Ryan is Homelander's kid after his wife, after Butcher's wife had an affair with Homelander. Um, but it wasn't on purpose. Uh, it was seemed pretty purposeful. So the What's thing, up? the thing was, was after season one, we thought that she was dead and Homelander mm. killed her. But we find out she actually got pregnant, had a kid. And he and so killed her with kindness. Whisked, whisked them away in a secure location. And then had a, I do not remember how she died at the end of season two. You know what I like about this show? I'm just kind of defecting a little bit. But um, the fact that our more unhinged characters tend to stay in their costumes more often because it's a sense of identity versus like... Maeve or somebody like that, wherever she oh, can yeah. like change she, up and <laughs> go natural and be it herself. Is really funny to see that where Starlight has this really like bright white costume, and then when she's just hanging out with Huey, she's just wearing like sweatpants. And, like, yeah, like you could see <laughs> who's more really funny. Like, root, who is less popular for it? Well, I guess uh, Starlight is, but well, she's co-captain. Yeah, now, but. It's just like the uh, difference between them, and you can see who gravitates toward toward it more. Because, like Maeve, she was constantly in that, and then we kind of broke that. Her and Homelander were together. I think they played it up that they way. They played it up like they were together, but like they done with Starlight. Now. Maeve was obviously gay. Oh, but it was kind of like one of those arranged, like he said, if you know, if you did something that made us think that people think that this, it's all about ratings. Yeah. I think that we weren't together about it. Then after he goes kill your girlfriend on his like racist rant on his birthday, he's he was cause he was complaining. Everyone was like, Oh, you dated a Nazi, you're a dumbass. And his, he was down double digits. Then he goes on a rant on TV and all, everyone's like, actually, Hellblader's fucking sick. He jumps up like 20 points in rate. These definitely. They've got a 98% yeah. his boner happens. <laughs> and Ashley. So there's Ashley, the PR lady. Oh, and Ashley she, keeps getting her hair pulled out. And I wonder if she's like some kind of weird soup. She. What if is, she's just like a time bomb and all her hair gets removed and she blows up. There is that joke at the very beginning where they were doing the Dawn of the Seven, which was obviously a riff on Zack Snyder's Justice League, where they're talking about release the whatever the made up director's name was, release oh, yeah. his cut or whatever. The <laughs> Snyder cut. They're having sex at the bathroom at the premiere and Ashley's like, pull my, rip my fucking hair out or whatever. And she, the way that they dirty talk to each other, she's like, you didn't even direct this. We had to hire this other guy to finish all these parts. You're a fucking fraud. I'm a fraud. I'm a fraud. <laughs> He's like crying as he comes in the fucking... And then Huey walks into the bathroom and he's like, hey man, what's up? Hey. <laughs> That was fucking weird. Yeah, and it, you know what's really weird is Huey is now everything. There's a time of peace, and now the people that were competing against each other, trying to kill each other, they have to be nice for the cameras. Yeah, and they're really like weird. there with each other and like have to be like go fuck yourself. But really weird when you see loud. Homelander visit Butcher's apartment at the. End I, that of- did that really happen though? Because there's another time that he sees him, and it's clearly like a dream. Yes. So here's the here's the other thing we haven't mentioned yet, and they introduce this in the comics. This is introduced very early on, but there is a so Compound V is the thing that 
they give people to turn them into soups. It doesn't always work. Sometimes they wind up as these weird malformed freaks and they get shipped off somewhere. But also now there's a temporary thing where it's like you get to, if you take it, you get to be a soup for like 24 hours or something like that. And so, but they hand it to butcher where Giancarlo Esposito is like, here, here you go. Here's two, two vials of this. You're going to want this. And so we've, he takes it obviously because he's got to kill boondock saints, dude, find out some information about soldier boy. Tell him we find out has killed (laughs) is the reason that mother's milk was obsessed with soups originally because he killed his dad. Um, and God, this show is so complicated. There's so many plot <laughs> lines, so right? As we talk on. about it, I'm like, oh my God. There's three episodes. There's only three episodes out so far, and there's already so okay. many different like branching. <laughs> let's let's get to it. So there's a penis that blows up in this movie or this TV show, episode one. <laughs> like we're and like eight minutes in. <laughs> it's very early on. Oh damn. They are selling Bill and Leah's. By the way, oh damn! For one point two million dollars, that's too much. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, so there is two gay lovers in this. Doesn't really matter how we got here. Doesn't matter who they are. One can shrink. One's just a regular, yeah, and one, gay guy who can just be normal. He said, "I want you inside of me," and so we're thinking, "Oh, this the is going to be like regular sex." But it isn't. <laughs> it's straight through the penis. They did. They really did the Ant Man. Jumping in Thanos's butt, but instead of butt, they did urethra this time. Yeah, we went in there after doing some cocaine. And dude sneezes and uh, gets real big and explodes this dude. Just blows his the fucking, fucking body. Low, lower half of his body just blows disintegrated hard. instantly. <laughs> Gone. And uh, yeah, that was cap- an interesting thing to see. They capture him by getting him small, and then they throw him in a little bag of cocaine, and he OTs. And then, but he's still alive. He goes to he's still alive rehab. Um, the worst thing about this is not the exploding; it's the jumping into the penis. Whenever it's the he jumps in, of his, the urethra. Yeah, he doesn't. His he doesn't jump in completely all the way. Has to wiggle a little bit, and I mean, his feet are dangling as outside you would, this guy's penis. As you would imagine, you oh. have to. Ugh. Not a clean entry. Not a clean entry. Just and the walking around dude, in there. Dude. It's a real red, fleshy, squishy, wet-looking tunnel, as it probably would be, and just oh. <laughs> <laughs> they they're fully in. They're they're just. They're I had to show sh- this to my wife because it blew my mind. Away from anything, my fiance would not enjoy this <laughs> at all. She really likes season one, but they. I don't know how you would enjoy someone's penis getting exploded. I think it's kind of like we said. It's the explo- The explosion really wasn't the worst part. Well, it was the jumping he didn't in. Look and he was that far down Walking there. around. <laughs> he didn't look. Like he was that far in there. Well, he right. said you got to go towards my prostate, which yeah, we're but not, I mean, we're not doctors, but I'm pretty sure you can't. You cannot walk from <laughs> urethra to prostate. I don't know. We discussed this beforehand. We don't know. It's probably physically impossible. I would think so. I would think that thing your penis wouldn't just randomly go into like another place in your body. That yeah, it's is a probably closed system. I think, uh, but. 
first three episodes of the boys i'm enjoying it more than season two so far i like the overall vibe of this i like that the band's getting they get back together uh there's a bit of a change in dynamics and i i just i i like it i think everyone who is in this is really good i love carl urban with his the unique blend of just gruffness and calling everyone a cunt yeah, uh, and then but we get to see him soften up this season because he's trying to be strong for Becca's kid to the point that he pushes him away. It's like get fucked, pretty much, kid. Yeah, get fucked, kid. Yeah. <laughs> and the um, kid's like, oh, really like Homelander, just getting more and more unhinged by the day. I like Huey and Starlight together. Um, I think they're a good couple and they're interesting on screen together. I think they've got a, a very well acted relationship the chemistry uh i like frenchy frenchy's back uh, so is this can't like remember japanese can't remember japanese girl that does kamiko kamiko yeah and her powers are i can't remember exactly what they are she I, like rips people apart yeah her brother was like in the last season remember because vaguely yeah it's been it's like been a two and a half years so i can't or has it been only a year i don't know <laughs> <laughs> can't really remember honestly uh but it's good it's such it's such a good show and i forget i forgot about it up until we started watching it again i'm like oh yeah this show really is great the best like prime original it's i think content that's out there definitely my top five of favorite like uh super superhero shows it's so good hyper violent if you if you like that at all, I mean, I'm sure you've probably watched it already, but it's it's if you haven't, I would definitely start with season one. Oh, yeah, because you'll be very confused if you jump in at season three. Well, you can also see how crooked uh, the heroes are <laughs> quotations over. Heroes. But it's it's just it's a really, really good and well-made show. And I think the beyond all of the hyper violence, it's just very well acted. And I think that that's probably the most compelling thing about it. I think everyone who's in this is just really given a hundred percent and it, it shows. Yeah. Um, I, I, without Carl Urban or the guy that plays Homelander, I just don't know how the show would continue. I mean, the other actors are great. They're supporting roles and maybe they have the ability to be a main star, but I don't see anybody taking the place of these two. They are great. That, and that would, I would see one or both of them dying and I probably exactly. a, a mutual destruction thing. Exactly. I see that too. I could see that that would probably be how this ultimately ends. And that's why I think if, because they have very good reasons why they would uh, want to kill each other, especially at this point. And if you drag that conflict out over too many seasons, it mm-hmm. will lose its impact eventually. So I, I could definitely see next one being the last one, but reaching some sort of conclusion. With well, they're trying happening. to do something different, like um, Butcher and Homelander over the, as the seasons progress, they have more time together. Like by the time we got to season three, they had already kind of talked and done way more than they had. I mean, these two sides are coming in, together and eventually they're going to be i mean right now they're kind of meshed together because huey and um they're homelander all, with the same red carpet event they're all kind of in a stalemate kind of just yeah, they all hate each other and they're yeah. just waiting for <laughs> they're the all light a, to turn green again they're all in a very much in a holding pattern where you're just kind of 
I think that, that I think that that's why I like the dynamic so far of this better than in season two. Where more friction. More friction. And you just because you know it cannot go on like this for much longer. <laughs> We're waiting for it to break. Yeah. I, or pop. Um, I agree. And I'm excited. I have not watched episode four, which got released today. Yeah, I haven't either. Um, so I'm hoping for good things. And then I'll see what hero gasm provides. Yeah. But yeah, boys, watch all of them. Watch all the boys. Yeah. It's pretty good. Don't let them run away. Don't let them grow up and be cowboys. So Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> Smooth transition. Yeah. I was going to say Obi-Wan and the boys is my favorite uh, folk band. Uh, I mean, kind of. I mean, there was a boy who became a Darth Vader. And then there was another boy who... Uh, blew up the Death Star and killed, I'm assuming, millions of people in the process. Well, fuck them and their families and a tiny Princess Leia. Yeah. Little. They really went. What? So we did Baby Yoda. Now we got to do 10 year old Princess Leia. Who has to have her mind wiped by the time we get to the end of it? Because yeah. why would she mention this in the other Star Wars? Because they didn't have time. They didn't have time. <laughs> <laughs> I've oh, the re- budget restrictions are going to cause this plot hole. Fuck it. I think it's probably because, and hear me out, that first movie was written in 1977. No. False. And now we're trying to cram a lot of stuff in between something <laughs> rich on this? that there was never intended to be like a prequel for. <laughs> we can get rich on this shit. Yeah, that blows my mind. I have no idea. I understand the fan interest in like this time period. But like, get away, go do something different. Yeah. So I agree, but this was still, I think of all of the projects that they announced, this was the one I was always most looking forward to. Only six episodes. Well, we'll get, we'll get to that because well, yeah, I guess there might for be season one. Yeah. <laughs> they said it was a limited series. But I guess they technically never said there would be one season in a limited series. Isn't limited kind of um, subjective? Limit, yes. Because you know what? Money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Money makes things limited or not. And uh, it makes sense because everyone that is involved in this seems to have really enjoyed working on it. And it's, in my opinion, it's, it's pretty good. Um is it the most mind-blowing thing that I have ever seen? No. Yeah. But it's not Star Wars one, two, or three original. Yeah, exactly. One, two, or three. If it's not specifically pandering to my idea of nostalgia, then it's just liberal propaganda and it's bad. And Disney's ruining Star Wars. <laughs> is what I'm saying. But they're like, whatever, <laughs> bitch. We got the money. You keep paying us. It's uh, I I've really enjoyed this. So I what have you seen all all of it so far? I've seen the first episode. Oh my god! I have not seen it all, but so I'm here for this. What? Well, I have to say the third episode was my favorite, and it's for some very subjective reasons. It's because you get to see Obi Wan and Darth Vader fight, and uh, is he wearing it? It, 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 I'm assuming that it's uh, Hayden Christensen as well in the suit, mm-hmm. I guess, or it's a stunt guy. I'm not entirely certain what they got him back for because you only see him with his mask off like once, and he he's just a lot older now, chilling in the background. He's chilling in the bathtub or his big vertical bathtub where he's just in there with his mask on. He's like, 
I like this. It's warm. Then they got to drain the tank and they put his, they get his robot arms put on and then his cape comes down from the top and it's just real dramatic. And he's pasty as shit. Yeah. He's real wrinkly. Bald as hell. He's been sitting in there for a long time. So he looks like (laughs) a big wrinkled scrotum. Just really (laughs) fucking wrinkly. Um, Yeah. So, yes. So obviously, I think we were, what we were wondering was, Okay, so if Obi-Wan's supposed to be on Tatooine for 20 years looking after baby Luke Skywalker, what... You mean Ben? Yeah, sorry. Ben. Changed his his first name, not his last name, to a name that sort of doesn't sound like Obi-Wan. <laughs> My name's Ben, or you can call me Benjamin. <laughs> Benjamin Kenobi. Mm, yes. You'd be like, uh, wow. last you, name's Asian. You have... It's crazy that you have the same last name as one of the most famous fugitives in the entire galaxy. That's like like Smith. No relation. (laughs) It could be. It could be in the Star Wars universe. But also, that is really dumb. (laughs) That's like the fact that John Wilkes Booth, after he shot Lincoln, he had an alias that was John B. Wilkes. Are you fucking kidding me? No one would ever know. Are you... Just these people that have no creativity when they're coming up with. They said he was as big as Tom Cruise too. (laughs) That's the equivalent. It's and I was just like, "What? How? That is crazy." Tom Cruise just killed a man. (laughs) How did that happen? Well, Tom Cruise is crazy with his bare hands as well, probably. Um, but so this takes place. 10 years after Revenge of the Sith, Obi-Wan is living in the desert. He's real sad, looking kind of old and beat up there. He works at a meat packing plant where they're carving up what looks like a sand, a giant whale mm-hmm. that is just in the desert. So a big sand whale. And he's always, he always cuts himself off a little extra and puts in his pocket. <laughs> but life becomes mundane, doesn't it? It does. Just living this way. You're just on the sad space bus going to your sad space job. You go spy on Luke Skywalker for a little bit. His uncle's Which, a little weird, right? Tells you to coke. He shows up in town. He's like, you need to fuck off, you weird old man. Stop staring at my kid. He's like, but he's got to train him. And he's like, oh, you like the bang up job you did with his dad. Or you mean grooming him with a sick burn. <laughs> <laughs> Take that in any way that you want. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> But of course, there's an inciting incident, because if it were six episodes of this, you'd be like, "Okay, this is not a good show. (laughs) This is boring. Um, So we at the same time, we've got Princess Leia, who's just running around, just a really trees and shit, dumb kid that's just not listening to her parents. And you know what happens when you don't listen to your parents, Ryan? You get sexually molested. Kidnapped by space pirates, but that was a close second. <laughs> well, the fact that she gets kidnapped and she gets kidnapped later on by a, a fat worm. She gets kidnapped multiple times in this. Spoiler alert. She. So there's. I think that there's in three out of four episodes, she's been kidnapped three times by three different factions. You know what? She seems like she might be dumb. She's supposed to not be dumb. Or enjoys getting kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> this is not an issue. That maybe Stockholm syndrome. Hey, can you kidnap me? I'll follow you anywhere. Um, 
So she she gets kidnapped, and as it turns out, it is the Inquisitors that arranged it, specifically Riva, who is the the one who's always like, "Where's Kenobi?" And they're like, "You need to slow your roll." And Benedict Wong, Wong is there, where he's pretending like he's not been in Doctor Strange like four minutes ago. Yeah, he's got some face paint on and a and a big weird hat, where he's like, "Ah, what, does is he kind of like the one who looks like?" Uh, you ever seen Austin Powers? The guy throws a show the shoe. Supposed to be make fun of um, James Bond. The guy throws the hat. Yes, close. A little um, questionable there. So the Inquisitors in the new canon they work for Darth Vader because Darth Vader's you know just in the hot tub all the time. So he sends them out to do <laughs> his work for he's a him. young guy. Enjoys himself. Yeah, he's just out there. They're out there hunting Jedi. And they're like, all right, we're hunting Jedi. That's the thing that we do. It's like increase the bubbles. We're all (laughs) (laughs) eight jacuzzi jets now. We've doubled them. My body has just blasted my other arm off. (laughs) Hang on. Let me sit on the the entrance of this one. Let my beehole get (laughs) Did his dick get burned off? I mean, he. I was, mean, he never used it really again. He was like, he had the option, He was he like dick down in lava. So I'm assuming, probably hair long, dick strong. Me and prone bitches, we don't get along. Oh no! And so, uh, it's she gets kidnapped. Bail Organa is like he's. They call Obi Wan. We're like Obi Wan. You, you got to go get Princess Leia. And he's like, Nah, I can't leave. So my girl, man. He shows so Bail Organa shows up on Tatooine. He's like, hey, you gotta go do this. And he's like, okay, fine. I guess I'll do it. So he walks out into the desert, digs up the box with two lightsabers in it, and he's like, I'm gonna go get on the ship. And he does. And so they go to in the second episode, he goes to this planet that looks like Cyberpunk. <laughs> it looks exactly like the Game Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, he meets Kamel Nanjiani, who plays a fake Jedi. Who He's like pretending to be a Jedi to get money out of people, to get them... He like helps helps them get off planet, but he also extorts them for a little bit of money. Uh, just a little bit. Yeah, he's fair. like, oh, I've got... He's like, I've got the Force. Uh, but really, it's just like magnets, and he's got a little remote. And <laughs> Obi-Wan just points a gun at him, and he's like, you're a fucking fraud. You know, I'm here looking for a girl. She got kidnapped. I know she's here. Um, so he helps. He helps uh, Obi Wan find her, and he rescues her. And then it's just the Mandalorian after that, where he's they're just <laughs> walking around, getting into hijinks. One of them, Princess Leia is always running away. Like the not, Mandalorian shows up, not listening. She's like, "Are you a Jedi?" And he's like, "You can't like talk about that because the Empire is here." And so that's the other thing is like he can't like use the force or anything or they'll be like on him immediately. And she's like, make me float. Jedi can make stuff float. And he's like, I'm not making you float, kid. Like, here's some helium. Figure stop. it out. <laughs> like, you're the most annoying little kid. You need to chill out. And then something I can't remember what, exactly what happens, but she's like, you're a liar. And then he, she runs away and then he's got to chase her across rooftops. And what do you know? She trips and falls. And, and so he uses the suddenly, force. Exactly. <laughs> Get out of town. Yeah. He has to. He should have made her. Didn't want to let that kid splat against the ground. So, of course, I he mean, has to. You could to. have been doing the world a favor. Um, he also he beats up a drug dealer. So there's like a space like meth lab 
where he's there. He's like, they're making drugs. Jesse, in there. We need to cook. He follows a guy into an alley and like steals his like meth lab clothes and just walks. In. Does he hit him with ketamine? <laughs> he pulls a Dexter. I think he just like, like judo chops him in the back of the neck. Uh, and you just see him walk in with the dude's clothes in the next scene. You're like, man, that dude was hung like a horse. It's really, it was really funny. It was really funny. took his clothes, left his underwear. It's a really, fit. it's a really good show. <laughs> um, so then uh, the Inquisitors are on him. They're like, "Hey, Obi Wan, you know we got it." So uh, Kamal Nanjiani shows up again. He's like, "Hey, um, go to these coordinates. Get on this cargo ship. It's just it flies itself. You don't have to worry about it." And they're like, "Great, we're getting out of here." And then the Inquisitor catches up and she stabs the other Inquisitor. Cause he's like, you need to chill out. Wait, oh, uh, I thought you were going to say you got too inquisitive. I'm your, I, you got too inquisitive. God, God damn it. <laughs> Bastard. She stabs one of her coworkers and is like, I'm going to be, who hasn't been there. I'm going to be grand inquisitor now. And then she's like, Obi-Wan, guess what? Anakin Skywalker's still alive, which I don't know how she knows that they're the same person, but Obi-Wan has this full on like panic attack where they get on the ship, they escape, but he's like, Oh shit. <laughs> I thought that guy was dead 10 years ago. I've seen his dick fucking burn in lava. See, that's why he's got PTSD from all this. He's like, oh, no. This is bad. Well, guess what? I can tell you how that story will end. <laughs> so episode three, Darth Vader's there. He's get He gets out of the bathtub, gets dressed. Then he has a Zoom call with <laughs> one of the Inquisitors where he's like, Hey, don't fuck this up. Oh, like, uh, oh, we already fucked it up. And then they go, Obi-Wan and Leia are on this uh, planet called Mapuzo, which I thought was a dumb name for a planet. But it, Did they even try? Uh, it looks like Arizona. They could have just called it Planet Arizona. <laughs> Iced tea. Arizona Pete's. Uh, yeah, Arizona Pete's. <laughs> they go to Arizona Pete's. They're walking around. They get picked up in like a space pickup truck by this guy's like I a love- space pickup truck. Hell yeah! Yeah, it's just a pickup truck, but there's no wheels, just floats because it's Star Wars. Hell yeah! Yeah, it's re- it looks really dumb. <laughs> Was it a Chevy or Ford? Uh, I think it could have been a Dodge Ram. My God, could have been an old Dodge Ram that they just took the wheels off of <laughs> you just see like a white bronco go by and like a bunch of cops <laughs> find it <laughs> a bunch of tie fighters chasing <laughs> after just to, like, like he just will not pull over they're just going like 30 miles an hour though <laughs> it's really slow it looks really dumb like god who would not notice that oh damn didn't even notice darth vader pretending not to know how to put a glove on where he's like it doesn't fit you must have quit <laughs> yeah i'm into it let's do OJ and OJ in the Star Wars universe. You know, I'm surprised more people don't combine two different things to make one great thing. Well, that's kind of what they did here <laughs> in this particular show. It, it really shows its shows its influences. In episode three, though, I really liked this where so the guy picks him up where they, they go to these coordinates where they're supposed someone's supposed to help him. He's like, there's no one here. Fuck Kamel Nanjiani. He lied to us. Fucking like liar. My God. But so they get picked up by this truck. This guy's like, uh, where are you guys going? They're like, oh, we're farmers. We're just hanging out. And he's like, I heard there's a Jedi around here that they're looking for. And they're like, well, that sounds fucked up. I'm glad we don't know anything about that. And then they stop and pick up some stormtroopers where he's like, hey, is the transport late? They're like, yeah. And so they get in the back of the truck and they're just chilling with these stormtroopers. And they're just like kind of shooting the shit where he's like, so where are you guys headed? 
<laughs> they're like, oh, we're, uh, going, you know, we're going just... back home. And so him and Leia are talking. And then he messes up and calls her by her name. And the stormtrooper's like, wait a minute. You said her name was something different. And Obi-Wan's like, oh, I was just thinking about her mom. <laughs> I, I get old and confused. I called her by the wrong name. And they're like, well, that's weird. <laughs> Yeah, well, this is West Virginia. Maybe this is really West Virginia. They wind up having a fight. Uh, Leia's like, are you my real dad? And he's like, I thought this is weird. He's like, I wish I was. Which is a weird to be like, I wish I banged your mom, but I never did. I mean, Natalie Portman, dude. (laughs) Turns out you're real dead. Fucking psycho. Just had some real big issues. Fuck your mom. It's probably because we took him off that planet when he was eight and Natalie Portman was like 20. Yeah, she was a lot older than him. And then we just kind of forgot about that. That always blew my mind, but it also gave me great hope. I was like, there's a chance for me. I'm older than that boy. What is, what was George Lucas thinking? I don't know, but he gave a bunch of fanboys out there hope because, man, I had the hugest crush on her. I did doing that. I did too. And I guess that's what Ewan McGregor was like. Yeah, I wish I was your dad, but I'm not. Yep. <laughs> guess what? Had my chance. You're 40, I'm 50. But Let's make it happen. Space pickup truck has sailed. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's real dead now. She got real dead. She got real sad and died. I had two fuck trophies. <laughs> <laughs> just ruined everything. Uh, so the person they were supposed to meet turns out they were just running late. They were po- there were someone in the empire that's like helping them out. Uh, and then they there's like the underground railroad, basically, where it's like they help Jedi and people that like know the force and have the force and stuff. They help them escape and get off planet. There's a tunnel. There's literally an underground tunnel that they just dug. In the that house. no one knows about. But uh, so as Leia and Obi-Wan are about to go through the tunnel to go to the airport, not the airport. Whatever the fucking ships fly out of uh, uh, terminal. All of a sudden, he's got he's got a bad feeling about this. Except, really, he looks like he's about to shit his pants. And because yep. guess guess what? There? because guess who's just showed up? Darth Vader. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he's real angry. He's not happy. He's just out there, just choking people and like dragging them. He's like takes a guy out of his house and is just dragging him along the street. Yeah. Because he's like, I know you're here, Obi-Wan. Come out here or I'm going to keep snapping necks until you... Co- I'm going to keep snacking all... Snapping all these innocent people's necks till you come out of well, hiding, Good basically. luck, because I'm leaving. Guess what? I'm not the man I used to be, and I will happily let some innocent people die. <laughs> so how does he address he chases, this? They, well, he winds up like leading them out of the city where he chases... They like chase him to like this rock quarry, and then they... They have a they have a bit of a, a bit a little bit of a lightsaber fight, and it's really obvious that Obi Wan is kind of beat up and out of practice because he gets his ass kicked really bad. So instead of floating around in the hot tub most of the time, our man also practices his sword fights. Yeah, he fences. Okay, he's Makes fencing sense. in his spare time. Uh, so yeah, he is. This is probably the best like actual like. Darth Vader lightsaber thing that I've seen because 
I feel like the person in the suit can actually move a little bit and there's a little bit more choreography in the in the fight. So you're telling me you doubt it's an old bald man? No. Okay, <laughs> yeah. perfect. Yeah. So it's uh but it, it's pretty cool. And but Obi-Wan he loses, and so Darth Vader lights him on fire. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> go on, baby, light my on fire. fire. Yeah. Where he's like, hey, remember this? <laughs> <laughs> and he I, like whenever you say that i immediately think of like wrestling like he starts he takes we a table work. burns it up with gasoline throws a match to it. He's like about to throw him through there he's like we burn it up we can watch the scene in a little bit here in a minute but yeah it's lights him on fire but obi-wan winds up escaping because his friends kind of like show up and then then they get distracted and so he they wind up like just kind of scooping him up and gets him out of there um, and so he like lives to fight uh, another day, basically. Yeah. And then there's a fourth episode, which like some Daredevil. more shenanigans and hijinks happen. I heard that was not as good as the f- first three. No, nah, not quite. Uh, there's an actual scene where they put a, just a big blanket on Obi-Wan and Princess Leia, where they're like pretending to be a really tall person. Oh, God. No, they don't. Yeah. So if you thought... <sighs> If you thought him stealing that drug dealer's clothes was funny, guess they do like the... (laughs) Do they put the kid on top? (laughs) No. (laughs) She's just like hidden in the coat or whatever. Oh, I thought you were like standing on top of each other's shoulders. Why does this look like a kid? I'm the world's world's tallest nine-year-old girl. (laughs) It looks like my neck is not attached to my body. But that's really my legs my and my arms feet are really far away from my shoulders and they're really large and hairy compared to my head. <laughs> it would almost seem like I'm standing on somebody. Ah, uh, yeah, but I'm not. But I, I do. I am really enjoying this show. It's well made. It is definitely kind of funny in parts, but I think that that's intentional because such a fucking bummer if they just played it like completely straight the whole time. And I think star Wars is at its best when it's a little bit goofy because it kind of is goofy and why not, why not be fun at the same time? Um, Darth Vader stuff is great. I did not expect them to show up and fight this early in a season. Um, and some interesting things that they did also where they took, um, they took, Hayden Christensen's voice and James Earl Jones's voice and like put them together in this like computer program to do the Darth Vader voice this time because interesting James Earl Jones is like 92 uh, and he yeah did, they keep bringing him back he did the voice for Darth Vader in the Rogue One movie and you could tell that he sounded like an 85 86 year old man in you that. think they had him record more than that I think it's like they took the tone of his voice and put it in a computer program and mm-hmm. like just kind of layered it over the top of Hayden Christensen's voice. Cause you can tell the way that he spoke, it was, a, it, it, it's different. Um, and so you can I tell can. he's, he's speaking with the same cadence of Hayden Christensen, but it's, they've morphed his voice into something else. It's kind of, it's an interesting thing they did with that. And I think that that's something they will definitely continue to do as long as they make Star Wars stuff. Yeah. I bet they've had him say like a bunch of consonants and vowels and stuff like that. And yeah. just even starts words just so they could like go back and piece them together. In Absolutely. will continue to do something, but mm-hmm. cool thing they can do with technology and, uh, Holograms. I guess they're cool with it. So <laughs> afflictions and voices. We don't yeah. need anybody because they credit it as 
both of their voices in the credits and then like this computer program underneath of it. It was really weird. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, it was an interesting sort of thing where I was like, I'm going to read a little bit more about how they did this. Cause that is, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. But you all are Darth Vader, but it's, aren't we all Darth Vader at the end of the day <laughs> on a good day, <laughs> but uh, during the weekend, not so much. Yeah. I I've really, I've really enjoyed it. And uh, I definitely am even happier now that there's going to be definitely going to be a second season. Of this. Blows my mind. How are they going to do it? But you know, Maybe they went back and shot like some sequel material. Yeah, they're definitely everyone that's like involved in this is having a good time. And so as long as they have an interesting story to tell, I'm happy to to hear it. Yeah. And kudos to them for being ballsy enough to go in and like have the protagonist antagonists meet each other and face off. And it's their first appearance against each other, too. That's pretty iconic. Right. And he's like. He's like fucking shitting himself because you see him um, when they arrive. He's on, aware of who he is, right? Yeah. At, at this point. But he you see him like imagine uh, Darth Vader. And when they first land on the planet, Arizona, sweet tea, um, Arizona Pete's. <laughs> and and it's West just Virginia. he just pictures him like in a he's in like a brown cloak or whatever. And he's just like just like burnt or whatever. And so just when he kind shows, of burnt. I love when people yeah. are just kind of because he's kind of burnt when he hears he's alive. He doesn't picture he's this seven foot tall robot man with a dark. Damn, life. boy, you got tall. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. He's like, this is not what I was expecting. <laughs> well, this is what you get in hope. <laughs> but yeah, um, good show. Fun. And uh, if you like Star Wars at all, I think you'll probably enjoy it or you won't. Who knows? It's a community that has no idea what it wants. So, yeah, sounds like it, especially after they were like, we're never going to do any other things that have like younger people, old, older people playing uh, parts of pre-existing characters. And here is a young Princess Leia. Yeah. With a season two announced that stick to that for very long. Did they? They did not. Yeah. Right. Anything else you want to add? Um, No. Uh, I don't think there's anything crazy. There's a Queen's Gambit game that's coming out. Chess. Yeah. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> it's just chess. <laughs> this new game they just came out with. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. That is all I'm seeing out here. Well, we'll wrap it up for this week, guys. Thank you for listening. As we say... At the end of this and every episode of Almost Accurate. Night and night, Bertrand. All year. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.